Welcome to the Nature Just Got Real Sensational Summer Minicast Series for Kids. Let's get started. Hello, Planeteers. Welcome to the new Summer Minicast Series, Episode 2. I'm your host, Tito the Tree Frog, and if you're watching this on video, you get to see a talking frog. So there you go. This episode is part of the Sensational Summer Series minicasts, so these are short little shows, but they're meant to get you out and exploring, so don't forget to download the play sheet and activity that goes with this episode. There's a new episode released every Monday through the end of August, so be on the lookout for those. Captain Jack will be hosting the next one, so be sure to watch for it. So let's get right into today's minicast. This episode is about crickets. I know what you're thinking, because tree frogs eat crickets, but that's not what we're going to be doing. You guys don't eat crickets, I hope, anyway. Although KB has an interesting story about her kindergarten teacher trying to make her eat chocolate-covered grasshoppers once. She refused, because my girl is wicked smart. But can you imagine? It's like my teacher trying to get me to eat a Rice Krispie treat. Nope. Nada and just not gonna happen. Anywho, today instead of using crickets for snacks, we're gonna see if we can tell what the outside temperature is by listening and timing a cricket's chirp. Now you may or may not have heard of that, but do you know how that got started? Well, here's how. A guy named Amos Emerson Dolbert, who was a physicist in the 1800s, noticed that the crickets at his house were singing at the same rate. He made some notations and some observations and found out that the crickets sang at different rates depending on the temperature outside and came up with a calculation so that even without being outside, he could tell what the temperature was just as long as he could hear the crickets. Now, Dolbert was a physicist, an inventor, and he wrote several books. He even invented the telephone 10 years before Alexander Graham Bell did, but couldn't prove his claim. For all the things he accomplished, the thing he's best known for is the cricket temperature thing. Sometimes life works out weird, huh? But at least they named a law after him. Using cricket chirps to tell the temperature is called Dobear's Law. Extra credit for you if you Google him and learn more about him. I think I'll do that. Now here's where it gets a little complicated. You see, 16 years before Dobert told anyone about his cricket conclusion, a female scientist named Margaret Brooks published the same conclusion in the popular Science Monthly. Why Dobert got a law with his name on it and Margaret Brooks didn't is anyone's guess. But historically, female scientists had a much harder time being recognized for their work. If you're gonna Google Dolbert, you should Google Brooks too, huh? Fair's fair. Here's another complication for you. What species of cricket lives by you? And are there differences in their chirps? Yes! It could matter. First of all, are you listening to a cricket, a grasshopper, a katydid, or a cicada? You can go to songsofinsects.com and listen to the different chirps to identify what insect you are hearing and what species it is. It's been determined that Dolbert was probably listening to the snowy tree cricket. But if you're in the USA, you probably have the field cricket in your area because they are the most common. 
Don't take my word for it, though. Do your own research. The formulas are going to be different for each species of insect. You'll have to determine the formula that works best for the insects in your area by adjusting the formula according to the temperature. Yes, you're going to have to do some math. But before we get into the calculation, let's find out how crickets actually chirp. Crickets produce chirping sounds by rubbing their legs against their wings. It's called stridulation, which just means rubbing two body parts together in order to produce sound. Only the males make this sound, and they do it to attract the ladies and repel other males. There's four different types of cricket chirps, but any of them will work for our purpose. If you get too close to them, they're going to stop chirping because you are not the one they're hoping to attract. So a little distance is key to getting them to keep chirping. If they stop at your approach, you're probably too close. Back off a little and be patient. They will probably start again when they feel safer. So, on with the experiment. Dolbear's calculation was this. Count the cricket chirps for one minute, divide by four, then add 40. That should give you the temperature if you're listening to the snowy tree cricket. Again, who knows what you got at your house. If you don't want to count chirps for a minute, and I don't blame you, you can shorten that to 30 seconds and then double that when you do the formula. Heck, you can even do 15 seconds and times that by four. Try it a bunch of ways and find out the way that's most accurate for you. But... Here's a much shorter way to do it. Count the chirps for 15 seconds, then add 40. No division needed. See how I did that? I call this the Tito method. You want to do a bunch of math, that's up to you. I'm just trying to determine if I need a jacket or not. Pro tip. Use a stopwatch or a stopwatch app on your phone to count the seconds for you. It's really hard to count two things at once, though props to you if you can. If you use Celsius in your country, you would count the chirps heard in 25 seconds, divide that by 3, and then add 4. Again, using the Tito method, you could count the chirps in 8.33 seconds and add 4, and it cuts down on the math. Whatever. Also, you should know that crickets are not going to chirp if it's under 55 degrees Fahrenheit because they're cold-blooded and they aren't active under that temperature. This is why this works mostly in the summertime. So, this week's mission is to listen to the evening. Make sure you download the log sheet and activity sheet because there's some resources in there you can really use as well. That's it for this episode. Tune in next week when Captain Jax gives us an interesting activity having to do with the moon. I hope she's not going to teach us to howl at it. I mean, she is a dog. Now go out and have a cricket chirping adventure in your neighborhood. That wraps up this mini cast for today. Thank you to our sponsor, Weird and Wacky Planet. Don't forget to download your play sheets and activities for this episode. See you next Monday for the next installment in the Sensational Summer Series minicast. Thank you for listening.